And I was like, I'm not that messed up. I got to call the show. Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Ooh, <laughs> yes, sir! Victory Monday, Rod Smith for President of the United States. Move over, Donald Trump. Woo! Boys, did y'all watch that game yesterday? Yeah, I did see it. Feeling good. Boring as hell the first three quarters. I was like, this is the worst game of all time. Wow. And then the Cowboys just turned the lights out. It's amazing how we can look at a game, man. And and already we have prejudged because we thinking we're supposed to blow somebody out. And now my question for you, and I'm glad you came off just like that, my man Beard. My question for you is for Zeke has been gone for how many weeks now, Kurt? He's missed four games. And now we are not a very good team without No, he's missed Zeke. five games. I'm sorry. We're not a very good team. That's the consensus around the league and in America. The Cowboys lost Zeke, and they're not a very good team. And then to to punctuate that, oh, they went on a three-game losing skid, never scored more than ten points. Oh, my God, the Cowboys are through. Mm-hmm. They picked themselves up by their bootstraps. Mm-hmm. They t- tightened up their Tommy Johns, and they won a game two weeks ago. And they won a game this past week. How do you want it? You, you, you're not going to have it both ways. This team was 0-0 zero to zero until five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They were 0-0. Zero to zero. I almost turned my TV off when the Cowboys <laughs> went up 7 to zip. When the Cowboys went up 7 to zip, I almost turned my TV off because you know what? what? I knew they couldn't score no more. I knew that the New York Giants could not score no more. And then when they scored another three points and it was 10-zip. Like game over, huh? Game over, man. I shot the TV off. I told Broadus, call me, man. I'm going to go put on my suit and tie, baby, and get ready to tell America the Cowboys are rolling. <laughs> See, because – and I know you look at me like, golly, man. The Cowboys, uh, the game was 10-10. The game was 0-0. Let me tell you why, man. Cause they op- they they had new head coach, uh, Coach Spagnola, played the way the Giants used to play. They had a tight end out there. They had a fullback out there. They was trying to run the ball, and they were successful at running the ball. So that kept our defense. They had 32 minutes of offense. The only thing that hurt them is they couldn't put it in the end zone. Mm-hmm. They rushed for 102 yards, and that's what I try to tell people. The way you saw some life in their offensive line for a change. We had to be careful and play better situational football with this giant team where they didn't just come out trying to throw it all over the place. So they played a smarter brand of football. So what Jason Garrett, Scott Lanahan did was, okay, let's play it close to the hill. We have the better players. And, and – over time, we should we should make some plays. Mm-hmm. The secondary was uh, hurt. Janoris Jenkins wasn't there. Apple wasn't there. So, hey, 
we got the receivers. We should make some plays. Landon Collins, we knew where he was where he was going to be once we were in. He was up in the line. He was up in the – so things were sorting itself out. The game was – we kept them in the game first half with the offsides mm, that we had defensively. Yep. Uh, they had that one drive, uh, and it seemed like it was over. But, like, I, and I'm sitting there as a fan now. As a fan, I'm, I'm not, I don't think about the game until, you know, I get home and I say, okay. So I'm like, man, can you stay on size, homeboy? I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it this nice, you know. I'm going off, and, you know, like Broadstown say, I'm Mr. Wow. You know, that's my, that's every time, good or bad, you can tell by my tone whether the wow's wow. me. Wow. Like, wow. Really? You know what I'm saying? And so, but. This is what we talked about, and this is what we expected. We all talked about it Friday. Hey, man, with Eli coming back, how how pumped up they're going to be, you know, with a new coach. Will they play with a tight end? They did. Will they get a fullback back there? They did. You know, uh, smart play on them when they uh, when we tried to uh, substitute on defense. He speed up the offense. Right. You know, they not substitute. They just speed up the offense, and they caught us. Mm-hmm. They caught us. Uh, uh, one of the tight ends, number 85, Ely or Elliot or whatever his name, uh, had a good game. Uh, and, and on top of that, fellas, on, on top, and see, and I'm going to say this, this the next going into the next period and the next period that we all out for the whole show is, and I'm going to keep going over this because, and we did this with an all young man secondary, and we didn't get a sack. We got some pressures. We got some hits behind the line of scrimmage, but we did this with no sacks. And all them young men back there stood up, man, I'm a second-round pick. I'm a sixth-round pick. I'm a free agent. And they ball, man. My name is Kayvon, and I play every other every other series. <laughs> My name is Jones, and I'm a first-round pick. I'm Jordan Lewis, baby. Look at me. I'm covering. Now, granted. It wasn't the normal receivers. Right. Brandon yeah. Marsh and what's the other great athlete they got? That's, OBJ. You know, yeah. I mean, they granted, it wasn't the superstars. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It was guys they're going to be playing in the future. Mm-hmm. These guys going to be playing in the future. So our guys got on top of their guys. Our guys made some plays. That interception that Sean Lee had. Uh, was caused by Wuzier. How he came in and bit down on that on that inside route, man. Well, you know what? That that I, and I could be wrong, but that that receiver ran a bad route. They cleared it out for him, and he instead of him coming and sh- hitting a sharp angle and coming in, he rounded it off. And when he rounded it off, Wuzier came in up, boom, jumped up, Sean Lee all over it. Let me say something, man. John Lee is a baller, but I'm telling you, Hitchens is just 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 a snap, yeah. just a snap behind him, bro. Yeah. Hitchens brought that thunder in that first that first run with that running back. Hitchens brought that thunder. He fumbled that thing, man. We passed up two opportunities, two fumbles, man, early in the game that could have been difference makers. Does Lee make him a better player when when they're both on the field? Lee makes everybody better. But Hitches has been playing good yeah. regardless. 15, yeah. 15 tackles a week yeah. before. Hitches has been playing good regardless. 
what what it does now is it's like that cream you got on top of the uh, your little mix there, that little cream you got. That that's what Lee does for hitches. Just, just a little cream on top, baby. <laughs> Typing the just top a little on sweetener, the, baby. On the yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eating Victory Sunday in here. Even yeah, though it's Monday. I'm eating a Victory Sunday. So I, I'm telling you, man. I, I looked at this game, and you see Alfred Mars. You know, you, you see Alfred Mars. He banging, boom, boom. He banging, man. Alfred Mars, one of the ugliest running backs. Not, not physically face wise. <laughs> he oh, he need to put on some black shoes. Style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> put some eyeliner on his eyes. <laughs> it just just. <laughs> Man, school, I mean, huh? he caught a pass and tried to throw a move, and they almost choked him to death. I said, God, he can't even throw a fake. Is, is, it, is that the one where he <laughs> grabbed him around the neck? Yeah, like he can't, even, he can't even. See, and you need guys like that on your team who's a gentleman, first-rate, quality guy that can play football. And he old school. Now, Cole Beasley found his his legs a little bit. Uh, Dez, man, I'm hoping that this be the, that was the play that let Dez know that he still has something to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, our boy Smith, come on now. Which one? Come on, you know which one. <laughs> ain't, ain't but one we've been talking about since training camp. <laughs> Brother Rod, man, Rod. He looks good running the ball. Man, and the thing about it is, the thing about it is, Kurt, you can pull his numbers up. I think he was like six, seven runs for 47 yards, five catches for maybe 100 and 100 and something, something yards, yeah, man. Five for 113. Yeah. Uh, but he had an 81-yard run. He is nice. And, uh, and, and see, the decision they got to make there is, do okay in a couple of games your boy will be back, but before that this next game coming up, do you just keep it the same, or do you cut down the special teams reps and give him more reps offensively? That that was what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Is he's valuable in everything he does? He he he's a ball player. He's a football player. So you know he makes things happen. I was going to ask you, do you think that was their game plan to let? Alfred kind of wear down the defense and then bring him in at the end, or did the game kind of dictate? The game dictated. He he is the spot player for Alfred. You know, Alfred is the start. He's the spot player, but he brings another dimension to the game. He can catch. He can catch, and they know he can catch, and they're confident in his catching coming out of the backfield. You know, you, we've seen him at the slot position, so they know who he is and what he can do. Uh, you know, but like I say, they 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 feel good about Alfred, and things are working the way they're doing it. So, I mean, to to, to change it, uh, but Alfred had 19 carries, 60 some yards. This kid had uh, six or seven carries, six for 47. Yeah, so that's about like how that's about how like how you know when Zeke has 20 25 carries and and. Uh, and and Mars only has six. It's, it's about the same. Yeah. So this team is going to be stubborn to change things because they coach firmly believes what he does works if the players execute. Mm-hmm. You know, catch the ball, be in the right spot, do the right thing. 
almost to a fault sometimes because you 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 want to see a wrinkle. You need to see some creativity, you know. Uh, but it, I look at this season, except for that three-game skid, they're basically beating who they were supposed to beat. And, you know, like Green Bay, we all knew. Oh, my God, here it goes. Can't, you know, but that's the defense that we said – that we, that's how, that's what it was, yeah. you know. So that's what I liked about this game. The Giants are bad. They, yeah, they stink. They're so banged up. But the Cowboys took care of business. Yeah, it, it was just you. You look at the players, man, and we know who our players are. We should by this point. Uh, I think Bryce, Bryce Butler would have been a a bigger a bigger part if he would have been healthy. Because they they would they have nobody to stay that could run with him, and that that would have really messed up. Because they had I think Landon Collins, and we can ask Broadus, but we can't because that'd be Friday. We'd be on moved on. But I think he was up close to the line most of the game. What happened to him in the game? She, he hurt his shin or something. He, he hurt his ankle, man. He ankle. stepped wrong after he ran down my boy Cole. Then I think he took a few steps and step and. and did he come back in the game, or was he out after that? I think he was out. I don't out. remember him. Hmm, I think he – Did he come back? He, he came was back late. In, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I had no problem. Going back to your original question, they, I kind of liked the, the game plan. It was you don't, you don't go in there and try to blow them out. You play – you stick to your game no matter – even though they're a bad team. Yeah. You grind it out, and you let the better talent – Yeah. better talent is going to show up, whether it's through turnovers or right. big plays or whatever, and you just wait. And they just waited it out and waited it out. And, you know, if Dan Bailey hadn't missed those two field goals, could have been a bigger margin of, of victory earlier in the game. Is that yeah, something to yeah. worry about? Or is that just the oh, that, elements? Or? I just don't – I just hope they don't come to us at the end of the season saying, well, you know, he wasn't – he was still injured. <laughs> well, why we got rid of the kicker? Yeah. yeah. You know, he's that valuable. You, if he's still injured, don't do that to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it ain't that much love in the – you know, don't do that to him, you know. Was, was the wind swirling around down there? I, I want to believe that was it. When he he overcompensated for the wind, it and was, but it it wasn't it wasn't that it never wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't it was bad strong. to where you could throw a ball up and see it. See yeah, it move, you know that one, one of his kicks though looked like it it was going one direction and then just looked like it got pushed way to the right, and that could just be the maybe it was kind of a knuckleball kick and maybe it had that movement on its own. But it looked like it got pushed by the wind. Yeah, the one that went up and then went straight to the right. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did look like it, it was, was a long one too. That was like the fifty-three yarder. Yeah, six. Yeah, something definitely was was weird with that. How big of a concern for you guys, Kurt? You chime in here. Um, how many drop balls did they have yesterday? Felt like there were fifteen. There was four. I think was what they counted. Which technically could have been probably seven if if you count balls they should have had, yeah. but four just outright uncontested drops, right? I think that's what I saw. It was four. I mean, is that a concern or is that the is that the it's, weather? It's been kind of an issue all year, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean doesn't Des have like th ten drops? There's three things that Nate has preached on this show all year. One, run the ball. <laughs> they did that. Mm. Let the young guys play. They did that. And then help Dak out by catching the football. Yeah, they didn't do that. You you know, yeah, it, it's just you know, like I, that's why I said I hope by 
Dez catching that slant and taking it to the house like that. I, I really hope that brings him mm-hmm. back full circle, you know. Because that long ball before that, the one that he went up with. And, oh, man, that should have been That's a ball he comes down with 19 times out of 20 normally. Yeah, but this year it ain't been the 19 Hadn't been time. that year. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, you have to make plays when they're presented to you. That's what separates you from uh, being the man and, oh, uh, yeah, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. You, you you got to make those plays. You can get away with that against the Giants. You play a yeah. better caliber team. You drop balls like that. That's Every week it's, it's been – I think Washington was a pretty good team. They could score with Kirk Cousins. But they, the offensive line was so devastated, mm-hmm. you know. So he had to put the team on his back. So you knew where that was coming from. Uh, now you, I thought the Giants had a nice front, a better front than what I think uh, Washington had. Now we're gonna play a team that's, I think, just all around better than the last team we just played. I think the Raiders are a better team. Uh, Lyle Collins has had two superb weeks against two nice pass rushes. This guy here is just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And Khalil Mack, so he might be a lot bit better. Yeah, so here, here we go, here, here we go, and we going to them. They just lost to the Chiefs. They hot. They still in the uh, AFC uh, in, the, in, the, in their division race. So they got something to play for. They desperation mode is right where ours at right. on full <laughs> tilt. So let's see. You know, now you now now we need you know. We need our defense to really not miss. If you got a turnover, get it. Mm-hmm. If it's a fumble, if it's an interception, uh, is it a chance to sack your quarterback? You got to make plays. You got to make plays at all costs. You brought up Lyle. How did uh, how the O line look? Are they starting to nice. get back in form with uh, Cooper in there? And, and, and I, I think there was always in form, but it just I don't think the offensive coordinator was was willing to um, commit. To the run like like they like they are now, you know, and he can say, "Well, we never got in the rhythm." But you can say whatever you want, you know. Uh, Collins has been impressive, especially after not practicing. Yeah, two weeks yeah. now. He's had two good games and hadn't practiced. Maybe they're on to something. Yeah. You no, know, Tyron's done a hell of a job not really practicing. <laughs> I no more practicing. No, just let those guys rest. <laughs> let them look at film. Isn't it, isn't it crazy though how an offensive line when you don't game plan a certain way how they can look one way and you can have the same guys in there and you game plan around the offensive line, how different those two games can look. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just unique. I mean, uh, everybody's on one accord, you know, and, and, they, and they're doing their job. Everybody's being responsible and doing their individual jobs, you know. I saw my man – Get a nice block on the linebacker when they ran to the left with Smith two times in a row. They ran right behind uh, Cooper and, and Tyron, and uh, it just was nice, man. How my man uh, Smith just saw the hole, got up in there, got you know, got you know, got what he could get, and you know, got tackling. It was just nice to see Cooper get they, a couple of blocks. Are they doing anything different as far as helping out with with running back protection schemes or tight ends or anything, or did they just they're just playing better? It's playing better, man. They they taking advantage of teams that that are not that good. I don't think the I think the Raiders are talented, but they're not that good. Mm-hmm. You if you it's just uh, who's got the tougher will? Who's who who's going to impose their will? 
you know, and that, and that's what it's all about. Even last night when you're watching uh, the quarterback that got hurt against with the Eagles, and you watch that game, it's just who's going to impose their will. Now, that was a different game. It was a bunch of scoring, a bunch of score. Who was going to make the play at the end? Who was going to make, you know, and uh, I guess the Eagles wound up making the play, you know. So it's, it's all about it, man. It's all about it. You know, if you got the athletes and you got a strong will, you know, you're willing to play smart football, you should win. Go ahead. Well, that's what I liked about this game because you talked about the drops early. It was fr- that first quarter or two was frustrating. I mean, yeah. 16 play yard, 16 play drive, they get three points, and the drops and missed field goal, and then they come back. 19. They're down 10 to yeah. three, you know, and you're thinking, God, where's this game going? But they did. The will, they. Yeah. Kept their will. They kept fighting. They kept going. They kept with the ground game. And they were able to turn around because in the end, the talent won yeah, out over, I think over, so, this, so, over the yeah. Giants. So the, the drops were frustrating, but I liked the way they bounced back. I, th- I thought Dak controlled the game well and, and did what he needed to do and then let his playmakers play. Speaking of career high. 332 pa- yards. Passing yards. Yeah. Not, a, not a bad day for him. Stepped up when he needed to. How did he look? from watching on TV, it's a little different watching it on the sidelines. How did he look as far as accuracy and reads and, and all that stuff? I know his guys didn't help him out a lot by dropping balls, but well, – That was early, but right. I think he was efficient. He stayed with it. I mean, Nate can, yeah. can talk about this better, like the slant to to uh, Dez for the touchdown. I mean, that was his read, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. he, he set that up and did it. Right. And same with Rob's, too. I think yeah. he moved oh, Rod out to the slot. Uh, the dude who was announcing game, Charles Davis, man, he – he drew it up sweet how you saw him look all the way over to the left, made that safety kind of go left, and came back, boom, hit rock, clear him. He just, wow, he just took off, man. He yeah. just took off. I mean, you can say that a lot of Dak's yards were after the catch. His guys got him for him, but he put him in a position to make yeah. the plays. I mean, it was sweet. And then that, that passed to Witten. You touched in. You can't get much better than that. That's just textbook. <laughs> I don't know how they don't do that more often because <laughs> it seems like anytime Witten catches a ball, it's that exact same route. Yeah. Yeah, that scene. He had that one-handed catch a few games ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same route, wasn't it? Yeah, just on the opposite yeah. hash mark. Yeah. Here's an interesting stat. Dak Prescott. Most Cowboys history, most seasons with at least 20 passing touchdowns in Cowboys history. Uh, Tony Romo with seven, Danny White with four, Don Meredith with three, Roger Staubach with three. How long has Dak been on this team starting? Two. Two years? years. He's got two both years. <laughs> and this one this one threw me off, and, and me and Nick talked about this. Aikman only had one season with 20, at least 20 passing touchdowns. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that. And in one year, I think one game one year he had five. <laughs> really? So that, yeah, that's because Emmett was setting NFL records with rushing touchdowns. I mean, but still, though, you would think, I mean, golly. And then he's tied with Drew Bledsoe <laughs> and Craig Morgan at one. That's unreal. <laughs> unreal. We talked about athletes and athleticism on this team. He, he gets a bad rap sometimes, but is Jeff Heath the most athletic person on this team? Another interception yesterday. He just seems to be around the ball these last – Four, five, six he's games. He's the great – he's a great, great special teams player that uh, uses his instinct when he's in the regular defense. So, he's an instinctive guy. Yeah, he's an instinctive guy. He's got an idea. I think he – when he don't have to think as much, he plays a little bit 
more of his instincts. Uh, and a lot of times that may get him in trouble. Get him in trouble. Uh, I don't know if they rotate him in a lot, but uh, with guys, but in nickel situations, uh, he may not be in there because you got Frazier. I mean, excuse me, you got uh, Woods. You got the other Awuzier. Uh, uh, you got Jordan Lewis, and you got Jones. And so, who is that extra back? They got back there. Is it him back there deep? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, these guys, how many plays did he play yesterday? Uh, Let's see, he had 10 tackles total, uh, and he played – Heath played 77 plays, which is 96%. So he's that deep guy wow. back there. He's that deep guy back there. He's that – I'd rather see him freelancing – and coming back, coming forward, then asking them to just stick somebody. And if you saw Heath in street clothes, you wouldn't necessarily assume he's an NFL football player. No. He's not a big guy. No, he's not. Well, if you saw Cole Beasley, would you, <laughs> yeah. you think he'd bubble bits? <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, Ryan Switzer. <laughs> yeah. And Switzer and Bubba Bits, bits are separated at birth, I think. Yeah, Switzer and Bubba Bits. You might say Cole Beasley, but Switzer and Bubba Bits. He showed me a picture of. Switz on the side, he looked just like Bubba Bits with headphones. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Bubba Bits has got some explaining to do. Some explaining. Have you ever seen? Was that you, Douglas? That said, have you ever seen both of them yeah. at the same place at the same time? I think not. Nope. Might need to do some investigating. Undercover. Yeah, right under your nose in your own department. I tell you what, you got an infiltration. I doubt anyone, even on a rookie, minimal rookie salary, would be part-timing <laughs> social media department for the Cowboys. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break, pay some bills. When we come back, let's look at this playoff picture. I know statistically, I heard the Cowboys oh, only have a five percent chance of making it, but. Let's break it down, Kurt. I, People I, go to Vegas with less chances than that. I tell you what, five percent. And when we talk about this, you're going to be like, you, you're going to, you're going to leave the second segment going. The Cowboys are making the playoffs. <laughs> when we come back on Hanging with the Boys, it can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. 
To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to hanging with the boys. Some of these guys, I seem to have my own look. Back. Sorry, I had a mouthful of uh, good. Like Victory Nate, Sunday. Like Nate says, we, we're wondering about your teeth, man. My teeth are, go- are hopeless. I'm just contributing to the the payment plan at I'm glad Ideal we, Dental. You know how you can give your heart away? I'm glad you don't try to give your teeth away. Oh, <laughs> between my teeth and my liver. You might as well, you might as well enjoy this sweet thing. It don't well. matter nowhere. That's right. No, no, anyway. Well, no turning back. Kurt. Yes, sir. A true yeah. cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom. Freedom! Tommy John gives you the pouch. feeling of freedom where it counts. Yeah. Freedom. That nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I like it. Hey, it wasn't my man name who was... Paul. Paul Stewart. Paul either wear his Tommy Johns or he put on his kilt and don't wear anything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All or nothing. Yeah. No- you, or nothing. It's all uh, freedom. All or nothing. <laughs> Paul Stewart. Good old Trust Paul. Me, I wear it. It's nothing like you've never worn before. <laughs> he enjoy his trip even though he saw two bad games. He loved his trip, man. He had the best time. Everywhere we would go, his eyes were just huge and was so grateful and he he had a great experience. Good. He uh he was up Snapchatting me watching the watching the game yesterday. And uh I don't know, he's he's back on his meal plan, so I guess he's getting ready for the, the next football season over there. So <laughs> how do you boys feel about this team making the playoffs? How you feel, Kurt? I'm feeling better. Uh they need a lot of help though. Mm-hmm. How you feel, Nate? As long as they keep winning, I don't care about how I feel. It's just how they feel. So keep, you go through this. Keep, keep stringing them yeah, together, huh? Go, what, what are we finna do? What, what, what we're going to look at – we're going to make everybody <laughs> feel better about this team making the play. I know you don't care, but that's what all of the Cowboys fans want to know. Can this team make the playoffs? I feel better if they can beat Oakland, a team who's kind of on their same level. Same level. Let's, let, 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 can we get through this, man, so I can talk to Kurt? <laughs> yeah. Let's get through this. Here we go. You want to talk to Kurt first? No, well, you going to give me the whole segment? Sure. Okay. All right. We can do this in the last segment. <laughs> okay. All right. You sure? Yeah. Because I'm going to try to talk you out of that, too. You go, is, is, wait a minute. Is this a, is this a Nate Newton filibuster? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to filibuster. you right, bro. Wow. Go ahead on through this. Get- I'll go through it quick. Thank you. If the playoffs started today, Atlanta and Carolina are both in. Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay, and Dallas are – out right who's all out seattle detroit green bay dallas and technically arizona arizona's at six and seven seattle's at eight and five detroit's at seven and six seahawks seahawks eight and five eight eight and five or saints didn't do us any favor no they did not detroit seven and six detroit cowboys and green bay are both seven and six who's six and seven uh arizona well what's detroit Detroit seven and six. Detroit, Green Bay, and Dallas are all seven and six. And then you got Atlanta that's eight and five. That still could move back in the pack. 
and you got Carolina at nine and four. So let's just say Carolina's who's playing who in those winnings. The only thing that counts, and I yeah. keep trying to tell everybody that does this, mm-hmm. the guys that are eight and five. Yep. We need them to lose two games. Right. Who who are they playing in the next two or three weeks? That's the only thing that counts. Atlanta could lose. And hold on, it's a caveat to that. Okay. That's the only thing that counts as long as the Cowboys are winning. Cowboys got to win out. Let's just say that. Uh, no, as long as the Cowboys are winning. Now, who are the two eight and five teams that we need to lose? All right. Atlanta's eight and five. They need to lose two of the next three. That's right. Who are they playing? They're playing at Tampa. Division game on the road could at happen. At Tampa. Which, at New Orleans, which very possible. Mm-hmm. And then home against Carolina, depending on what Carolina's playing for. If they're sitting people or playing. That's what's Carolina record right now, sir? Carolina's 9-4. and four. And what's and what's New Orleans? New Orleans is they're nine and four. Nine and four as well. And see, with 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 Wentz going down. Yep. They may be trying to get some home That's field. That's right. Carolina yeah. might so, be playing. So for home now field. you're talking real possibilities, right? They're talking about Seattle and all the other foolish things. No, but that now who is the next eight and five? Next eight and five. Speak. Well, you just said don't talk about them. Seattle now, eight and five. I ain't, I, not the other trash. Seattle's eight and five. <laughs> okay, okay. So Seattle needs to lose. I think if we beat them and so, win out, we're good. So right. So yeah. the Cowboys went out. Seattle needs to lose at least one of the next two because, and one of those being Dallas. That way, Dallas holds a tiebreaker over them. So they have the Rams at home. Could happen. Could happen at Dallas. If Dallas takes care of that game and wins out, they own the tiebreaker over. Better happen. And then. Arizona at home. It don't matter. We just need Seattle to lose out. Just get them out of the way, huh? That's, that's, that's all we need. Technically, they just need to lose to us, and us went out, and we hold the tiebreaker over them. No, no, they need to lose next to the Rams, and they need to lose <laughs> to, us to us. And to Arizona. That's it. <laughs> See, don't, don't, play, don't play games. Just lose three games. Just and lose. Then you got Detroit. They need oh, to, what's their record? Seven and six. We don't care. Same as us. We don't care. <laughs> We don't care about no 7-16 because we it. We the 7-16 that need to win. Yep. Bottom line. But then you got to have tiebreakers, Nate. No, we, we don't need no tiebreakers because Seattle going to lose out. Let's go, man. Kurt. Hang on, hang on. I think, I think Atlanta's the one we got to worry Atlanta's about. the one you got to worry about. And they could very easily lose. What is Atlanta record? Eight and five. And they're at Tampa. That's why I asked him for all the eight and five teams. <laughs> he jumped straight to the seven. No, here. Let me finish this. <laughs> So then freedom! You, freedom! Get me away from this latte. Then you got Detroit at seven and six, which they have. Nah, we don't need to hear about the seven and six teams. <laughs> you just need to know where you're at. The America what, needs okay, to know. What, and, what, and London. What about Atlanta? Where is Atlanta? <laughs> Why you keep going? Where's the Carolina Panthers? There, Carolina's nine and four. Atlanta because if those teams losing, we went out. We gonna be okay. Okay, now go over to Green Bay. Go over Green Bay and go over Atlanta because that's what we need to lose. Green Bay is at seven and six, same as the Cowboys. They're at Carolina, which they're still playing for home field. Okay, Rod- Carolina Rogers, can whoop them. Rogers should be back. Rogers I don't care. Back. Carolina can whoop them. They have Minnesota at home. Minnesota can whoop them. Yep. yep. And then they're at Detroit. They they okay. So we they gonna lose two games. Green Bay, and they're we need done. Atlanta to lose two, two games. games, and then Seattle lose out. We in. End the story. Thank you. 
Okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> so I'm now, do you, Kurt, do you if feel you better now? In a fantasy world, that's what you need to have. <laughs> yeah. Douglas, did that make you feel better the way Nate broke it down? Yes. Because <laughs> you want you want to go through all of these teams and make everybody relevant. 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 Okay. But Nate, talk about that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, <laughs> Revenant. Yes. <laughs> At least he came back from the dead. Yeah. 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 He came back. He came back from the dead, oh. That was a good movie because they said, hey, we'll go after him. He said, no, no, let me go get him because he, he's scared to death. You know what? <laughs> i tell you one thing about that movie. I don't know if that I was That was the most real, unreal uh, movie I've ever seen. If I was freezing to death, I do not know if I could gut a horse and climb up in it to live. <laughs> oh, he did that. You know how bad guts have to oh, smell? Oh, bro, could. to live, you don't yeah, know what you'll do. That. And then he got his – the baron raked over his throat. Glad it was oh, cold. Shit. I mean, you can see the things that happen. Okay, it's deadly cold, so infection ain't going to sit in. It's quick. Right. Or it's bad. And then, you know, he lays up like that for two, three days and sees his son just get slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, you can believe it, but you got to use some of your imagination because in today's world, you'll be dead in two days right. <laughs> and all this infestation. Right. <laughs> I don't care how many pillars in a shot you take. <laughs> A nasty bear rips your throat open. Dudes beat you down. Indians rake you across the cold. And he, you know he was in love with that Indian woman, don't he? Oh yeah. But he kept on the move. He wasn't kept because he had to make he had to make things right. Wasn't that kind of based on a true story? It was based on yeah. a true story, but I tell you, one modern day TV can embellish stuff. Well, yeah, for sure. If that dude was moving that fast and got got healed that quick, he's a special guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully these Cowboys are a special group of guys because they need some help to get in. They need to come back from the dead. They do. I don't know about that. I don't think they're dead. No, they're not. Brother, well, you know, the way you just ran ago. off all that impossible junk you just read. No, I didn't, it's not a, impossible I see why Vegas say 5%. Uh, after that Chargers game, they might have been. Not now. Not now. I don't. I don't know how everybody's saying 5%. This is very realistic that Atlanta could lose two of the next three. <laughs> In Seattle, they they could lose to the Cardinals or the Cardinals. So now you now you acting like you're a real cowboy fan because that because for that foolishness to believe all that you got to be dedicated to us. I am a cowboy fan. I would. There's nothing more than I would love to see this team yeah, win out on a roll, just like Green Bay did last year. You remember the Alamo riding? Yep. No, <laughs> I wasn't there. Okay, I old enough to did, do. Yeah, but you read on about the Alamo. Uh huh. Right? I heard about it. Them dudes had eternal hope too. <laughs> this is our Mr. Positive. This is the biggest Cowboy fan of all of them. I am the biggest there. Cowboy fan. That's why I broke it down a simple way. Atlanta, Carolina, and Seahawks got to be have disastrous seasons. I ain't waiting on Green Bay. Well, Green Bay, I'm waiting on Seattle. Detroit. Detroit's forget kinda, Detroit, man. They got an easy schedule. Yeah, forget Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, as long as Douglas feels better about it. I do. I Sir Douglas. I didn't realize that uh, that Seahawks Jaguars game got that physical. Yeah, I got kind of. Y- like you know what? You know I what? To go in the stands. You know what? I- I'm gonna say this right here. The players gonna have to calm down. Mm. You 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 hurting your product. I I don't care what you say. 
players, calm down. You are hurting your product. That's the bottom line, brother. It's all right to get mad and it's all right to get upset, but you have the only sport where you, if you keep your calm and stay cool, you can come up and hit the dude the next play. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so stop with the stop with the silliness, man. Now, uh, a fan, dumb, take your helmet off. Dude throwing at you, dumb. Yeah. And Philly, you got conked with a with a with a battery, <laughs> dumb. So, yeah. but let me say this here. For for you to throw at this dude, you should never be allowed to come to another game in life. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when the thing happened in the NBA with Rick Carlisle's Indiana Pacers, and uh, them dudes should never been able to come back in because the player had to pay an ultimate price of missing a year. Yeah. But you know, and this guy talking for seven players, stop. You losing, you losing, man. We are fans that pay your salary. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You, you know, stop. I understand you upset, but stop. Bennett, be quiet. The dude, if you want to speak, you speak for itself. Stop, players. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's I've never understand a football guy. You take an intentional cheap shot, you're going to get it back. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way yeah. the game goes in football. It's so physical. Man. Yeah. But anyway, back to the uh, foolishness that Kurt, uh, that not Kurt, but uh, that the beard. The is, other uh, guy. As you <laughs> that was a good <laughs> fundamental truth that Nate said, though. If you're if projectiles are coming in from the from the stadium, don't take your helmet. Don't off. take your, your helmet, helmet off. off. Yeah. <laughs> he just I wanted mean, everybody to see how angry he was. I guess so. <laughs> you know, I, I I tell you, man. And 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 so if a player tell me I don't know what's going on. You, you you can't go through what I've been through with going to the to the to the Philadelphia Eagles Stadium, yeah, and and how dangerous or bad that could have been if we would have been players that wanted to do silly and ignorant things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so is that where didn't Jimmy get hit with a battery? Well, that- you know, man, we had a death threat on Coach Landry, man. Oh, that's, that was yeah. in L.A., wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, come on. L.A. is the most laid-back place in the world. <laughs> I think they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus at us, at, you know, batteries. Uh, yeah, batteries were up uh, inside man, those so, snowballs. I mean, stop, stop. I mean, players, come on, man. Going after Luis and Dejas with a bounty. <laughs> I know uh, Nate's got a think, comment you about think, that. You, th- you think bounties are funny, Douglas? No, uh, I was just, at no, Nate shaking just, his hand. Just, head. Uh, you know when I when I think of Sendeos, man, he overplayed it. He, I mean, he he that was funny. <laughs> I mean, they went after him, but he he just went wobbly. I mean, I like come on, come on, man, you a big dude, stop. You know what happened? Fill fill us in. What happened? I'm gonna let since Sir Douglas brought it up. Tell him what happened, Sir Douglas. Well, it was a, uh, it was Jimmy. Jimmy was coaching the team. Buddy Ryan was the Eagles coach. And there were, and Buddy Ryan, apparently it was a pretty standard thing that he would pay players little bonuses for big hits and stuff during the game. And that somehow translated into, hey, go get Zendejas. I forget for what. He had been with the Eagles. He had been with the Eagles. And so somebody went up and cheap shot him on a kickoff away from the play or something. And, uh, 
and I think after the game, Jimmy Johnson was pretty ticked off about it. And his his quote was that uh, I don't think he sh- he didn't shake Buddy's hand hand, but he but saw Buddy Buddy's ran fat off butt running said, yeah. the other way to the tunnel. Is yeah. how he put it. <laughs> he said if Buddy would have stayed out there, he'd have got him. You know, if he, if he didn't ran off the field. Who you think would have won that fight? Well, I don't know who ran the fight, but shortly after we won the Super Bowl, we did a roast down in Jimmy's hometown. And guess who was there laughing it up with Buddy? Buddy Ryan. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I tell people, this, this is my deal. And uh, like I tell people, you know, y'all may want to destroy this. All parents that don't agree with this, you may want to destroy this podcast out of your phone or your <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. But... I, I, I wasn't going to be friends, especially after a game, and shake no hands with, with the Eagles, the Giants, the Redskins, at, and at that time the Cardinals. I, I wasn't. Uh, I remember the games where we weren't very good. Y'all took a personal deal and beating us down and running up the scores. And uh, I was one of the few guys. I used to be, you know, I wasn't a big prayer back then, but I used to say, God, Please let me one day get these dudes back. <laughs> and so, then, you like, know, praying for oh, oh, yeah, I was praying for vengeance, man. God should let vengeance be mine. I like, God, just let me get my hands on them. <laughs> you, you can watch the vengeance. And uh, so, I, 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 you know, when I see people talking about shake somebody's hand, uh, you know, I, man, I took a personal I, – I yeah. beat me some dudes down. After we got good, I, I – Boy, I slammed me some dudes. <laughs> I, I, I was getting me some get, get me, getting me some get back. And after the game, I wasn't want I ain't want to shake your hand. Now you could come to me and tell me how good I beat you, <laughs> and I accept that. But I, I didn't, man. Please. So you weren't hanging out on the field. I wasn't hanging game, out on the swap, field. Swapping nah. jerseys. Nah, nah, didn't need to. If I wanted your jersey, make it to the Pro Bowl. That's what I said. <laughs> I need your jersey, make it to the Pro Bowl. You hear that? You to tell me how good you are. So I got guys, pictures, helmets, and all this. Yeah, I got I got what I needed. You hear that from guys in the seventies and all that? They're like, "There's no way they were gonna shake hands with a Redskins." You know, player. And, and, and and these so-called great parents today that never stay home with their kids, who buy them iPads and watch TV. Oh, that's so sad. Please, please. <laughs> were you friends with anybody on other teams? Yeah, after football season. During you football know, season. During football season, man, don't call me. Don't need your number. Now, Michael Irvin. And see, that's, you know, Mike, Mike, Mike was friends with a lot of guys. Troy was too. But when the when the game started, nah. Now after the game, some guys, you know, like Jerome Brown, that dude talk to you just a friendly, be beating you to death. <laughs> Nate, Nate, don't forget to vote for him in the Pro Bowl, man. Get out of my face. You just got a sack on me and a hit for a loss. I do not want to talk to you. Who was it, Phil Sims or somebody? I think one time got sacked. And after the sack, he's like, hey, you want to come do my charity thing? Good dude just laid him out. He's like, hey, I need you to do my charity thing next week. Like, yeah, sure. Well, Quarterbacks are a different breed. Line. I can talk to you right now. Quarterback is a different breed. But you can bet this out the offensive line when like, yeah, I'm going to be there too. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is now you have, like, cell phones and all that, but back in the day, that's that's probably about the only time you got to talk <laughs> to, to other guys was on the field, huh? Nah, like I said, if you're good enough, make it to the Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll see you during the playoffs, uh, the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> Let's take one more break. Then we'll come back and, and talk, talk about, about how great it is to be in fantasy football trying to oh, make the playoffs. I don't even want to talk about it. Sweet. <laughs> we'll be back. Hang it with the boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it. And your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to hanging with the boys. Back for the final segment from the star in Frisco, Texas. Kurt Daniels, Nate yes, Newton, sir. Shannon Gross, Douglas, the voice behind the wall. You want to hear the funny part? Yeah. <laughs> this what? is like the little Italy of America. Good old Jay. Sure. Jay's here in spirit. <laughs> Kent somewhere. Kurt, what are you pulling up over there? Uh, Cumulus. Looking up photos. What do you guys want to talk about this last segment? We got about. Did Nate have something he was wanting to talk to Kurt about? I think he just didn't want me to talk. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, what, what did you take away from this game? I mean, give me the Kurt point of view besides Kurt. the stories you don't wrote about the game. <laughs> uh, well, I kind of talked about it earlier. I was glad they stuck with it. That- that game started ugly. It was nasty. Right, right. And I was impressed with Dak. I mean, he hasn't. He's had a couple of rough, rough games, um, and the way the guys were not catching the ball so great to start out with, I mm. thought he did well. Uh, he kept a minute, and then defensively, as you mentioned before, those young guys, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, man, and brought us. You know, I couldn't get stuck on it, but Broaddus mentioned it three or four times during the shows I was doing. Uh, I mean, Jones is what Jones and and the other uh, uh, safety is our oldest guys. Yeah, this surprised me. Yeah, Xavier Woods played seventy nine percent of the snaps. Wow. Awuzie, I mean, uh, let's see, Byron Jones played sixty percent. Yeah. 
That surprised me to see that. Yeah, but see, not me, because <clears throat> what they're trying to do is start a competition back there, and they want they want guys to know that hey, you're not Sean Lee. You haven't shown the dedication. You haven't shown the commitment. That's the only guy on that defense, him, and I think Hitchens. <clears throat> when you look at the secondary or linebackers, those are the guys uh, that, hey, you haven't earned the right to to have a bad game. And that's what they're showing Jones, not trying to down him or berate him. Uh, they say, hey, you know what, uh, Kayvon brings a, a heavier thump. Let, let's see what he do. Give you two series. Let's bring Kayvon in and see what he does. Yeah. And so Kayvon, like, man, I'm, you know, that makes keeps him hungry. Like, man, I got a chance. You know, if if I if I keep doing the right things here, you know, and handle my business, that gives him life. Yeah. The the leading the guy who played the most snaps on the defense, this also kind of surprised me. Ninety eight percent was Jordan Lewis. Yeah. The young guy got in there. They 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 liked the Jordan Lewis the most out of all of those guys. They said that he wouldn't have even been there at the position he was if that off the field incident wouldn't yeah. happen. So they 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 like him. They like his playmaking abilities, and uh, and, and you know what? See, this time of year where you're gonna start seeing the refs gonna start letting the corners play. They're gonna start letting the safeties play a little bit more physical because it's getting towards playoff time. They loosen it up. Then. Yeah, they loosen up just a touch, just a little bit. So if you don't do nothing real ignorant, or real bad, you know. So these guys coming in at the right time and uh. Like I said, they're going to play better. Uh, uh, these guys we're going to play next week, uh, this coming week, they drop more balls than anybody in the league just about, but they're dangerous. These Crabtree and the other guy, they're they dangerous yeah. now. Carr can sling it yeah. up pretty good. Is Cook still healthy? Because Cook plays for them a while at tight end. So they got some players now. They got some players, bro. Very similar to the Cowboys. Both teams expected yeah, to are. win the division and make a run for the Super Bowl and kind of fell short. How many games did Carr miss? Carr? Ooh, let me he missed two or three games. That's kind of what put them kind of put yeah. them in a little bit of a slump. Let me see if I can find that. We had a little trivia on, on the show while we were in the break. Did you guys know – Nate, you might not even know this – Got a bobblehead, Jason Witten bobblehead here in the studio. Did you know that he wasn't number 82 his whole career? No, you told me before, though, oh. so I had to listen. When he came into the league, his first training camp, he wore number 49, which looks super weird on him as we pulled <laughs> a picture does. up. He looks – one, he looks young. Got a lot young he looks. Got all of his hair. Well, maybe not all of it. <laughs> God, look how young he looks, man. We need to tweet that out from the from the show account. I'm like, Kurt – I'm going to let you have the show account Twitter since all you do is play on Twitter while we're on the show. Wow. You can answer questions. Wow. Why are you do all that? Kurt. <laughs> you interested in doing that? Wow, man. You, you called Kurt out, man. We can tweet hey, out Kurt, random. Kurt, a cool guy, too. You know, you're kind of mellow. Thanks, Chip. Seeing as how the last thing we tweeted out on our account was in November 20th. I'm terrible. I'm Come terrible. Come on. I'm not, you're hey, a social media guy. I got guy. too much going on. I, I can't host the show and tweet. Well, what about Bubba Bits? Show. He's out. Remember, he's out of the loop. Oh, okay. We got to cut him out. We had to cut him loose. I'm he's sure he's dead listening. to you. Hey, buddy. <laughs> he's dead to me. So, so Swiss, no wonder Swiss returned the punt. That's right. Gave him his full-time job back. <laughs> <laughs> what were yep. you looking up, Kurt? Oh, uh, Pro Football Focus 
their top graded player for the game was Demarcus Lawrence, even without a sack. What's your opinion on his comments after the game about them not calling holding penalties against them? I just well, play. Fell on deaf ears like it fell. And what you think the ref saying? Well, get some sacks or do this. They got they 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 got their own little huddle too. So yeah, is that gonna make things worse? Nah, doesn't matter. The, the, Can't the get refs don't. The refs. <laughs> the refs don't have time to. Uh, the game's moving so fast. To if you think about, okay, we're gonna go into this game and we're really gonna look for holdings. Well, they ain't really got to look for them. They can call them just about every play. Right. So uh, they got their standards and how they do things, and don't, 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 don't try to draw attention to yourself like yeah. that. I, think I mean, it's for a good cause. He means well, and he's trying to affect how things are done for his team in favor. But refs don't. I mean, brother, think now. You think they really have time? To to try to say okay we gonna we gonna you know unless a guy shows unless some film is shown where a guy is just a, a bad holder mm -hmm. they, they they don't really have time for that yeah and their Cowboys are one of the least penalized teams in the league so it's not like they're out to get them I guess yeah you know so it's been what thirty something things that they went through uh, I just you know. If it's J.J. Watts, you know. Might listen then. Yeah. <laughs> One year of being a sack leader don't make you the master of. No. You know. This is the law. This is how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> well, fellas, we got a DCC podcast coming up. Uh, who you got oh, coming up? Really? Who's on? I, You know, I don't know the answer to that. Courtney told me earlier, but I can't remember it, so. Yeah, between out. between you saying bad things and drinking and eating sweets, and no wonder your mind going bad. Oh, my <laughs> mind's been bad. My mind has been bad. Well, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you, sir. Nate, thanks for bringing it. We will take fan calls tomorrow. So, well, yes, y'all show tomorrow now. Call in. No more than twenty seconds, or Nate will cut. Oh uh, no, no, no! It's their show tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's, their it's not show. even a holiday yeah, week. It's their show tomorrow <laughs> now. Right. So that means Eric in North Carolina, you can call in because yeah. we know you can't keep it under twenty seconds. <laughs> it's your show tomorrow. <laughs> so. There you go. Your show, fans. Douglas, yeah. thanks for uh, doing what you do. Kent, thanks for pushing the buttons. We will be back tomorrow. Hang with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!